You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. been a while yeah, as as the stained song goes it's been a while <laughs> since we last spoke i liked the little pause right before that yeah it worked so well it's really the subtleties you have to you have to appreciate yeah 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 uh, ask me uh why my c- comedy is so funny why is your timing com- oh See? good one See? good one all, all natural. The dad jokes begin. Oh, no. We are back. Hi, friends. It's been a while. Oh, has uh, it ever. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode of G4D. A.K.A. Grounds. For discussion. discussion. Ooh. Oh, we're, we're slowly oh. grooving back into oh, it. Oh, man, man. Ooh, that, that gave me chills there. Ooh. I am very, very well, sorry. Well, you should drink um, our special coffee today which is not coffee it is coffee light as a close friend mr adam friend of the show friend of the show would call it coffee light which is tea (laughs) because it is currently very late when we were recording this and i would like to sleep tonight so cheers to our beautiful quite potent decaf trader joe's tea Mm. Ah, it's delicious a little squirt of honey that is that is what what flavor is this again um, it's like relaxing something. I don't know. It's tea. <laughs> it all makes you relax, right? Just relax, okay? Just relax. <laughs> Just the tea line. Relax. <laughs> Drink this. Uh, serenity Man. now. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Damn. I feel like we've missed a lot. We have missed a lot. Jeez. There's been a lot going on since we last recorded, but yeah. you know, we, we we had a lot going on. Man, what what else so. happened? What happened while we were gone? Uh, let's see. There was a whole bunch of things going on for Warp's 30th anniversary. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, that was incredible. Mm. Boards of Canada came back with a two-hour mix. Yeah. I heard Death Grips also put out something, and it was just basically noise for like 30 minutes, which is... Odd Texture had all these unreleased tracks from like the late 80s, early 90s that were phenomenal. You got to look that up. You would really enjoy that. Yeah, the Aphex Twin set was pretty oh, legit. Oh, yeah, it was. It was like oh. an unreleased live show, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were even like artists who like people haven't heard from in a long time coming out the woodwork for that. It was an it was something really really special, and thankfully you could still listen to all that stuff on NTS. Dot live. Heck yeah! What else happened? Oh, um, Spotify changed their layout, and it's kind of annoying. So like, I appreciate the top part because it separates your music and your podcast. Oh, what what's this? G for D grounds for discussions on Spotify. Oh, well, that happened too. So yeah, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, as well as Google Music, iTunes, and Stitcher. And it's not iTunes anymore, right? Oh, that's it's, right. It's, iTunes it's, is gone, right? It's it's music, just podcasts. Something? I don't know. Wherever, just type in Apple Podcasts and G for D. I'm sure yeah. we're there somewhere. You'll find us. You'll yeah. find us there. Oh yeah, there's there's there has been a lot going on, man. There really, really has. Bill Cosby's back on Twitter. 
something no, not no not bill cosby oj simpson oh, oh bill cosby is back too my friend wait really he tweeted on father's day you didn't see that no, I didn't. Oh, I thought I thought you, I thought you were just Well, first of all, OJ is back he, and he's oh, on Twitter. Wait, that, both that is true. OJ and Bill Cosby? Yes. What? <laughs> Somehow Bill Cosby escaped from like jail or something. Let's see here. I have I took a picture of it. He tweeted and first of all, he, on Father's Day, he said, "Hey, hey, hey, it's America's dad. I know it's late, but to all the dads, it's an honor to be called the father." So let's make today a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and communities. Happy is... Father's Day. <laughs> it's real. It's verified. It's there. Okay, but maybe it's like one of like I don't know, a paid intern or something, <laughs> like a social intern. I don't know. Like I <laughs> what is going on? You know what? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> How? The mysteries of the universe are spread far and wide here. <laughs> King Gizzard are releasing another album. Oh my! Have you? Did you listen to that single? Uh, oh no, I didn't. I'm sorry, I forgot to listen to it. Oh my god! So, I don't think we really talked about fishing for fishies at all. Did you listen to it by chance? No, I didn't. You show me a track off of it. What was it? Cy Boogie? Cy Boogie, yeah. It's a very yeah. chill, very kind of relaxed kind of psych album. It was I really liked it, actually. But mm-hmm. um, this one, it's called Organ Farmer. And <laughs> it, it, they basically took the fish and murdered them, basically. That's what it sounds like. And it's like close to like death metal almost. But No kidding. It's like picture Nonagon Infinity, but like twice as hard. Oh boy. Yeah, so it's it's part of their new album, which is like Destroyer something. I don't know the name of it. They really crazy name. Their second album of the year. Wow. Jeez, I I really thought they were gonna start slowing down, but apparently no. I they're guess just gonna keep not. on going. It's called Infest the Rat's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> and the the music video for Organ Farmers, like them all shirtless, like in a car wash or something i don't know aren't they like smashing up a car or something yeah like that? yeah, yeah. And it's very intense and oh my gosh yeah oh, oh there, there, there has been a lot that's been going on there really has been yeah and i i've missed you buddy i miss you too it's been it's been way too long it really has been between vacations and new jobs and all that fun stuff overall life craziness but it's good to be back <sighs> and we've got not one but two albums to review. Oh, yes. We have Flying Lotus with Flamagra and The Raconteurs, We Are Strangers. Right? Is that it? We Are Strangers? Uh, help me, stranger. Help me, help me, stranger. Help, help me, stranger. Help, help me, stranger. Help us, stranger. Help me, stranger. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. The album is called Help Us, Stranger. There's help. a song called Help Me, Stranger. That's not at all confusing. That's not confusing at all. That was a Jack White move. I could tell you that. Yeah, name. yeah. Did you know on Spotify there's actually a version with commentary before the tracks play? Wow, that sounds like something I don't want to listen to. <laughs> oh, Jack White doesn't have a cell phone. We missed that that hot take story too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, He's like, I don't believe in the cell phones, man. Sure, Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> oh no, Jack Black definitely has a cell phone. Jack Black he, definitely has a cell phone. Yeah, I could definitely see him. Hey man, my cell phone dude. 
Gotta Jack- call my bro Kyle Gas, bro. <laughs> Rock and roll. Jack White probably has one of those old phones where they like <laughs> still hold up to your ear and have the receiver. Hello. Hello. <laughs> ah, yes. Fresh off the telly. Please leave two cartons of milk outside my door. Thank you. <laughs> he delivers his mail by like trusty steed. He has a personal servant that like spins his record player for him. It's one of those crank ones. <laughs> His sole purpose is just to spin Jack White's records. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Remember that album? Oh. <laughs> I would like to forget it. Oh. Hey, oh. Uh, uh, the part when he started rapping, I was like, nope, done. Done. I'm, I'm part of a corporation. Uh, uh, corporation. Uh, uh. I don't remember how it goes. Uh, uh, you and I disagreed on that on that album, didn't we? Yeah, I actually enjoyed that album. Mm. Yes, yes, of course mm. you would. But will he enjoy this new one, this new Jack White project? Find out soon. Yes, both long-awaited albums. Yeah. But before we dive right into them, I had to say, Adam, this is actually a really good cup of tea. It is good. This really is. I am pleasantly surprised. Good deal. I am pleasantly surprised. We do have a lot of coffee to try, so get ready for that. We have, I know you have coffee beans mm-hmm. from somewhere. From Georgia. Oh, Georgia. From a place called Higher Ground. They are based out of Helen, Georgia. Do you think they named it after the Stevie Wonder song or the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover of the song? You know what? I did not think of that until you told me that. Ah. Ah. You know, I'm surprised they haven't put out a new album in a while. Please don't don't invite that. <laughs> Why not? You don't want another album about California? No, I just can't do any, deal with, with any more Anthony Cletus songs where he sings the same four Anthony notes. Anthony Cletus isn't that isn't that his name? Cletus. 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 Cletus oh. is what was that The Simpsons? Oh, okay. Cletus. I don't. That's the redneck version of Anthony. Cletus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Cletus. Okay. He sings about Alabama instead, <laughs> and instead of a bass like a like a thumpy bass, it's like a. Was that like twangy? Like, it's like you know the stick that's just a giant <laughs> stick with a string. And it's like dong 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 dong. There's a banjo. They should do that. Just like a bluegrass <laughs> cover. Oh god, I want to vomit just thinking about that. Bluegrass <laughs> cover band of Run Hot Chili Peppers. Alabama, here we come. Dams are free. You like I don't have a power enough. <laughs> <laughs> the city I live in, the city of Bama. <laughs> oh no! Uh, 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 I, I don't, I don't hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't mean to come off that way. I just, I don't know. Uh, as as a wise Liam Gallagher once said, "Not for me, mate." Yeah, it's it. There's too much other great music for me to live out to listen to out there. I don't. I'm kind of done with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You ever feel like that about a band? You're just like, eh, I'm good. Yep. Uh, feel that way about Weezer now. Yeah. Eh, yeah. I'm good. Like, uh, I'm trying to think about uh, a boot, a about, <laughs> about who else I feel that way about. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie, definitely. Yeah. You know, well, probably right about a transatlanticism. Transatlanticism. I was saying it, but I wasn't really convinced of the album name like 
towards the end there. So it's like, oh, it's trans Yeah, trans Oh, that one. The one with the bird on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that was probably like the last album where it's like, woo, woo. That was that's good stuff right there. So, mm. <laughs> uh, buddy, it's it's really so good to see you. It's let's, good. Let's get right into the first album. All let's, right. Let's talk about Flying Lotus with the album Flamagra. Sounds like a Disney villain. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. It definitely sounds like it could be a villain out of a movie. So this is the first album in quite some time from Flying from fly, blah, blah, Flying Lotus. Five years. Five years. Five years time. In that five years, he was busy doing musical scores for Blade Runner uh, for the animated movies. I was going to say, wait movie. a second. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not the main movie, but there was like animated shorts. Mm. I think Blade Runner 20. 22 something like that anyway that's cool yeah so he was doing soundtrack work for that and then he also had his own movie to kuso or you know, whatever it's called vomiting yeah or something from it because it was, it was so like gross i i heard about some of the stuff that was in that movie and i think i'm fine never ever seeing it <laughs> also i really just kind of wonder like how do you come up with some of that stuff like realistically and i know someone could say like <laughs> drugs but no no this this goes beyond that so for those of you who do not know about his style, he's very much a electronic artist with a hip-hop vibe to it. His earlier stuff is more hip-hop. Now it's kind of branched out to be very much more experimental with elements of free jazz. And this album had a lot of hype behind it just because he's kind of like really one of the most like highly recognized warp record artists yeah especially like, since your dead came out that was kind of like a really big deal and oh yeah what considered probably one of his best albums plus the the hype video that came along with this was for uh fire is coming which had david lynch in it <laughs> and a very creepy overdub of fire is coming it's a fire walk with me fire is coming i know what, what is it with him and fire i i, I don't understand <laughs> Here, Flying Lotus, I got you an ear. I found it on the ground. <laughs> How, I, need, I need to drink 10 more cups of coffee before I do this dub. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's we are about to talk about a very weird and very experimental album. And just like the previous album, You're Dead, there are several uh, featured artists on here. We've got Anderson Pack got david lynch like you had mentioned we got solange tiara whack yep denzel curry yep thundercat thunder 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 thundercat who's been on plenty of his stuff now and i was excited about this album i wasn't quite sure how i was going to really take it just because i like your dead i think it's a great album but it's not my favorite of his i actually really like his earlier stuff quite a bit more be it los angeles or Cosmogramma. Mm -hmm. That's really the style that I like more. I'm not really too big into having a lot of features on his albums. Like sometimes I feel like they can kind of take away from what he can do. Yeah. And I just felt like too, like you were dead. Sometimes you could just like, it didn't let the music really breathe too much. If that makes sense. It's like, he's such a, like he's so smart when it comes to crafting his instrumental hip hop beats that like without, you know, with without that being the focus, something is lost with mm -hmm. me. So I was I was a little nervous for this album, 
Um, so I, got, I, haven't, I haven't had the chance to say this in a while. I know how I feel about this album, but how do you feel about it? I don't know how I feel about this album. <laughs> no. I, I could see you it know, in that sunken look that oh, you had before man. you said so, that. So Vampire Weekend, for instance, put out a very long album this year, an hour long. I didn't feel bored with that album. I think every song was different and unique, very cool, and it flowed great for me, and I really enjoyed it. This this album is almost an hour; it's an over an hour long, and I just felt like it dragged for me. I don't, I couldn't describe what it was. I just something didn't click. It, mm-hmm. What I was hearing was great. There was a bunch of rap and jazz fusion, and the styles kept changing and stuff. But for some reason, like. I kept looking at the track list. I'm like, is this over yet? Like, what's going on? <sighs> it has 27 tracks on yes, it. Yes, and they're all not, like, the same length either. One's five minutes, one's one minute. And it's just like, I yeah. don't know where this is all going. There is a lot to digest with this album. A whole lot. I would not recommend this album for people who are trying to get into him. I would re- recommend some of the albums that I mentioned earlier. Because... These songs, even the short ones, are very dense and filled with a lot of, excuse me, like not just a lot of things going on, but a lot of different instruments Mm -hmm. and a lot of different styles. Like sometimes even a one minute track can change up completely for the last 15 seconds. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, did the song change? It's like, no, it's the same song. Yeah. It's. It's great that it's unpredictable. I typically like albums that can keep me on my toes. And I feel like, but it was almost too unpredictable, and it just killed the flow of it for me at some points, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, I oh. I get where you're coming from this. I, I'm not going to say whether I really like this album or not right now at this point, because quite honestly, Adam, I, I still was digesting it even after listening to it. I think I listened to it about three or four times. I can't remember now. Yeah, and it's a front to back. I I agree. It's I, I probably listened to it like three times and it's like one of those like I feel like I found something new every time and it's a very you know, you need to be digested into it to really hear everything and see what's going on. And it's just like, I don't want to sit through it for another hour again if I'm not getting it the first couple times, you know? So let's try and stick with the positives here. Yes. So what worked for you on this album? I liked a lot of the jazz elements, the instruments. I thought everything was played beautifully. And there's a lot of really good moments on here too. Just like, you know, the Thundercat song is great with the vocals. I could definitely hear his influence of bass on a lot of songs, which was cool. Mm-hmm. There were definitely some like parts that he included of Thundercat's bass on several tracks. You could tell. Yeah. Because Thundercat just has that style where it's like. Yeah. I don't know. I think I liked tracks off this better than I did. I didn't get a narrative based on this. Like Lisa's other ones are some kind of similar themes and elements here, but like this just seemed like chaos. Mm-hmm. And I think I, not that chaos can be bad, but I feel like there can be organized chaos. Mm-hmm. And this felt like non-organized chaos to me. I think the guest artists on here are really strong. I think all of them do a really great job on here, especially that, uh, the Tierra whack track. I was just like, yeah, man, this girl can't do anything. Oh, she's great. Right now. Yeah. She kills it. Everything. Yeah. And, and, and that's just such a unique track in general, not just because she's on it, but I also feel like, 
Flying Lotus kind of felt a little bit inspired to really produce a song for her. Exactly. That's exactly it. Some of these songs are like, oh, it's Flying Lotus, and then a guest artist on top of it. I, that's a good point. I feel like he encom- encompasses the artist that he does feature. Like the David Lynch song, for instance, is a David Lynch song. Like you know that's him, and that's his style and stuff. Uh, the Denzel Curry song, too, the Black Balloons reprise, also is a very Denzel Curry-like song. So I felt like for these features, he catered to them, which was a, a good um, addition. Agreed. Completely, completely agree. Now, I I will say this. There are some strong songs on here. Uh, besides the ones that we've already mentioned, I also really, really enjoyed the track Takashi quite yep. a bit, which uh, actually has Herbie Hancock on keys, which is interesting that like they don't say that. Um, like a feature is him. Yeah, the they talk title. about it in the promos and stuff, but yeah, I, 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 I think that was probably my favorite track out of this album because it was more than a minute long. Yeah, that was I, one of the longer ones. I understand that Flying Lotus is an artist that you need to listen to front to back, and it kind of plays out like a a mix almost in a way, like mm-hmm. a DJ mix. But some of these songs, I'd be like listening to them and vibing with them, kind of nodding, nodding my head along to them, and then they'd be over. Yeah. They're just like short little vignettes. I feel like the problem is the short songs weren't long enough and the long songs weren't short enough. Mm-hmm. There's too much variety yes. in that regard. Now, one thing that I think could make a difference in our opinion on this album, and I think we need to mention, is that, that we did not listen to this on vinyl. Now, I say that because uh, a, f- a, g- a good friend of uh, the show, Optimistic Underground, um, who I think you follow him too, right? If you don't follow him, he's, he's a great guy on Twitter. Um, he brought up a good point. He had said that this album sounds a lot better on vinyl because you notice all the details more. Mm. And I could believe that Warp Records usually does a really good job with their vinyls. You know, it's the home of Odd Texture and Boards of Canada and Aphex Twin. So, like, they, they know what they're doing. And Kalela, too, as well. Yep. So, it, it, maybe that can make a difference I don't in think my it, opinion. It, but I mean, sound-wise, I was happy with what I was hearing on my headphones and stuff like that. I don't think... I mean, the vinyl might have a more warmer sound, but I don't think my issue was with the sounds that I was hearing. I think it was more just the cohesiveness of it and the I just felt bored with it. Like it felt like a struggle to listen to. I don't agree with that. I, it wasn't a struggle for me at all. I did feel like, okay, this, this isn't grabbing me as much as his other work. Yeah. I will, I will definitely agree with that. Um, and maybe that's just cause maybe this will be a grower of an album and later on in the year or, you know, maybe even years from now, like it'll really make much more sense to me, but I found myself just kind of not as engaged with it as I should be. Yeah. There's, I think we can probably jump into our final thoughts. Completely agree, sir. That. Yeah. I don't know. It's, this one just didn't do it for me. I I tried, I listened to it a couple times, and while the instrumentation is really good and there are some are good elements of jazz and techno and fusion and all this other stuff, I just felt like it didn't grab me as another Flying Lotus album would. 
and I think just in general, like the tracks just felt like they went on forever at certain points. And I feel like kind of what I was saying earlier, the, the short tracks are not long enough and the long tracks are not short enough. So I think when all said is done, I think it does warrant, you know, a listen just to hear what Flying Lotus is doing, but I'm going to give this one a pretty high stream it. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Not that, not, not that that's bad. You know, it, it's, it's high on the stream it scale, yeah, but yeah, a, fr- a, fen- you know, a friendly I, reminder to our audience, a stream it is still a good rating. Yeah, totally. It, it, it's one of those, like, you know, I think the diehards will love this ones, but the more casual listeners, this might not be like kind of what you were saying, the best album to really dive into first. Agreed. Flying Lotus has always been an artist that keeps on pushing his limits and really tries new things every album. This album in some ways kind of feels like more of a continuation of you're dead. Uh, And that's not to say that's a bad thing per se, but I I, I wish that he would kind of get back to really enjoying making beats again. It just seems like he kind of almost doesn't really want to dwell on anything for too long. It's mm-hmm. like, well, this isn't crazy enough, so I got to move on to the next thing. Yeah, he he always has ideas. Yeah, you know, it's definitely he's definitely capable of ideas. I think it's just how to control the chaos. Yes, yes, and and, and, and uh, it's like I I wasn't sure what I was gonna give this album because I did enjoy it. I don't want to make it seem like that I didn't, but I definitely felt like, all right, this isn't really bringing me to the level that I feel like it should be. Yep. If you wrote out the whole description of this album on a piece of paper for me, I would say, oh, that sounds like my kind of album. It's probably going to be one of my favorites of the year. And then it, it sounds good on paper, but in application, there's just something missing. There is definitely something missing. I, I, I hope he kind of goes back to like really focusing more on the instrumental aspect again and really give those chance those songs a chance to breathe once again like you don't need to have like 10 songs back to back that are a minute each and then oh here's a song with a feature it's kind of lopsided for me and yes like i said it this album is meant to be listened to from front to back but there are lots of songs from his earlier stuff where I can pick out a song here if I'm in the mood for that or listen to that song, you know, like it, it's, it's disappointing that I really can't do that with this. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the uh, guest artists and, and they are really ultimately what brings this album up to a buy it for me. Oh, like a, like a download it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be against owning this on vinyl personally, but I'm going to give that recommendation from a score perspective or rather I'm going to give that um, I'm going to give it a buy it from, from a review standpoint because really I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just know that his music can grab me a lot more than this. Yeah. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Fair enough. So, all right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Steady as she goes, as one would say. Here Steady we are. Steady as she goes. goes. <laughs> so, before we jump in here, the Raconteers? Raconteurs. Raconteurs. What, what did you think about them when they first came to the scene? 
I actually had a fun time with that album. Yeah. The first album is not particularly super memorable. Right. But I got a lot of listens out of it. It was like a good summer album. Yeah, that's Steady As She Goes song is a classic. Yeah, I, really I actually li- think that's a strong single, too. I, I think I remember that song being a lot worse than it actually is. Like, I'm just like, I don't like this song. And then you listen to it, you're like, okay, this is actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it's got a good rock beat to it. It's very Jack White. Yes. I feel like when Jack White's like, man, I just want to make straight up rock songs. Like, he's just like, this band is my go-to to make these straight up rock songs where... You know, no one's expecting me to make a White Stripes album with this. No one's expecting me to do a solo album. Like, I just want to play the rock, man. Yeah, just get some rhythm and blues, man. R&B, brah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. And they came out with another album a couple years later. I didn't listen to that one, did I think you? it was like a live album or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is their first studio album in 11 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oof, man. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I, I like I said I I remember just kind of feeling like this is a fun album for what it's worth but it just doesn't have a lot of legs to it. Yeah. So I mean even now like as I'm thinking about it like I really can't remember too much about it other than I, steady as she goes. That's really it, it's kind of like Jet. <laughs> that album's bad for a whole other reason but like I really just remember are you going to be my girl? Aerosmith, Aerosmith light, right? One, two, three. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. Anyways. I just remember the classic pitchfork review of that. Was it the monkey one? Yeah. Yeah. The monkey drinking his own pee. God, what was that one song they did that was just a ripoff of Imagine? It was like oh. a piano ballad, and oh. like the music video was them in like a cartoon forest, so like animals were getting murdered or something. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's like wolves that come out, and like eat all the animals. Uh, it's very morbid. Remind me to never watch that. Sounds like a Flying Lotus music video, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, it does. <laughs> Damn, that jet took my idea. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're back. They're back. Here they are with help us, stranger. Help us find the rock again. (laughs) So I was thinking about this album a lot. I was reading the Rolling Stones review of it. I was reading the Pitchfork review of it just to get some conflicting opinions. I feel like I'm ready to coin a new band term. We're going to call it a Rolling Stone band. (laughs) So... A Rolling Stone band is in Rolling Stone magazine, and it always gets either a three or four on their rate. They're out of five, right? I think so, yeah. So four, four and a half higher, these rock bands that are bringing rock music back. Keep rock alive, man. And and these guys, I'd say like the Black Keys. What's another like rock band that plays the rock? Greta Van Fleet. Uh Yeah. Like those kinds of like, they're making pop rock almost. Like, they're guaranteed to do well because Rolling Stone is about the rock, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're capturing the songs, they're capturing the styles of songs of the yesteryear. Good old rock and roll. It's like... No electronics, no experimental aspects. Yeah, and, you know, 
kind of earlier what I was saying, like when Jack Black's like, I want to make a White Stripes album that's not the White Stripes. That's what makes it unique. And there's nothing unique about this album. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's rocking, yes. But like, is it going to matter in the grand scheme of rock music in the decades to come? No. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I was hyped for this album too. There was a cool video of them in a car, like listening to how it sounded in the ra- like on the radio and stuff. Like that's a, that's pretty cool. But then like, you listen to it and you're just like, oh, it's just like it was made in a factory. <laughs> so you prove a good point. From a production standpoint, that's probably the highlight of this album. It is very well produced. Oh my god, yeah, it sounds fantastic. The guitars are ripping. The yeah, the, but. It's the same and sound. Jack White and Third Man Records and all that. I'm sure it even sounds great on vinyl too. Yeah, this is definitely one that for those rock enthusiasts you want to crank your speakers up for. Yes. The problem is, is to your point, it's just incredibly bland. Oh my god. I I, I can't even remember like a song on it. Actually, there's one song I need to play for you because I don't think we'll get it with copyrights, right? Yeah, whatever. All right, well, well, we'll see what happens. But anyways, we'll, 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 I'm we'll only ja- gonna play the little beginning of it. We're, we're gonna have Jack White walk right up to your to your, to your door and smack you in the face. Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> how, how would he know where I live without a cell phone, though? Okay, this is this calls only child. Okay. Only child. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. All right, now picture Radiohead's Karma Police. Wait until the drums kick in. Yeah. Okay. Come out, yep. <laughs> I didn't catch that, dun, but you are dun, absolutely dun, dun. right. You are absolutely dun, dun, right. Dun, dun, dun. Come out, police. <laughs> he even does the same damn drum fill. <laughs> You're right. Like, come on. Well, and you prove a good point because there's just so much on this that feels so familiar. There's even a part where I felt like they kind of sound like Nirvana, too. What's yeah. the one where it's like, in in my dreams is is the chorus? Ah, oh, crap. Why oh, am I blanking on the song? I'm thinking of that Cranberry song. <laughs> in my dreams. Uh, it was... Um, it, it, it was eventually covered by... Prodigy, the Prodigy. I, I can't remember oh, the song. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, you, you'll know it if you heard it. But anyway, like, there just seems like a lot of pastiche elements to this album. Yeah. A lot of just like, oh, we're getting the band back together. We're just going to, you know, we're going to have a good time and just make a quick little album type yeah, of thing. I, Let's write down the first thing that comes to our head. I feel like the problem is they spent a lot of time on this album, but the end result was not as good as they thought it was. Yes. I feel like it's just very generic rock. Very generic. They don't... I, I think the thing that makes Jack White unique is his willingness to explore different things and different genres and try to experiment. So when you take that element out of it, it loses everything. So that's why a song like Steady As She Goes is the only one we can remember because it's it's pretty catchy. Yes. You know, and it's it's the standard rock song, but it, it's a well-written song, I think, and it's got some good points here and there. But this album, it's just like... It's it, got a hook. 
Yes. Like, there's like no hooks on this album that I could grab onto whatsoever. Yeah, I would say the guitar playing on this album is very impressive. I would say. I'm glad there were actually some solos. Yeah. Which was, was kind of nice. nice. Yeah, I agree. And it did seem like, because I'll say this about the Rock and Tours. Rock, rock, rock and Tours? Rock, rock and Tours. <laughs> rock and Tees? The Raccoons. <laughs> the Raccoons. Uh, th- these guys, <laughs> I will these say, fine gentlemen these fine gentlemen, they all are really good musicians. Yes, there's no denying the craftsmen of musicianship, but whoever took the leadership of everything probably should have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, my biggest disappointment with this album is the lyrics. They are incredibly bland. Yeah. There was a line about, you know, like throwing a dime into a bucket and getting a nickel. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, I remember that one. Yeah, that was not good. It, 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 it was just so corny. Yeah. Unbelievably corny. And it's like, is this, are you giving us the first thing that you wrote down, Jack White? Because that's what it sounds like. He might be. It just sounds like they were just in the studio or I don't know, wherever you know, playing out in the middle of a field or something. And Jack White just, you know, starts like, yeah, I'm feeling this. Let me sing along to it. Yeah, that was really good, guys, right? I could play a cool little... Yeah, Yeah, okay, cool. We got a song. Let's keep that. Like, did did nobody go through this? I feel like the problem also with this album is they literally made their first album again. Yeah. In but, some way, but like not. I still felt like the first album is much more memorable than this one. This is true, yeah. And like not, oh, it, it's like I they didn't know. they didn't do anything new to their sound. Like no. they have really good people in their band. It's just it's like it's like a super group, right? Yeah, in a ways it is. Yeah. yeah. So they have the elements of it. I just think they need a stronger writer and something that says let's push the boundaries a little more than what we're doing. Oh, they, think, don't, they don't push anything. No, here. and I think, I think we could probably jump in our final thoughts here, huh? If, I, if, if you're <laughs> if you're one of those people who love rock music and like the safe road of, you know, I like guitar, drums, bass, maybe a little solo here and there. This is right up your alley. But as far as rock music coming back, this is one of those like, okay, it's it's rock music, like it's just there. I I just. Ugh. Not that it, there was any problem listening to it. It sounds great. I'll, the rest, the recipe is there. Just the final product just like couldn't do it for me. And for those of you who have Spotify, I'm not sure if iTunes is on it. There's a, a track-by-track commentary. I, I have not listened to the track-by-track commentary, but I'm very curious to hear what uh, Jack White has to say about the, some of these songs. I... Do you want to hear what he has to say? No. What I, what songs should we hear? <laughs> Don't bother me. Let's see. What does he say? <laughs> What's going on, folks? Here we go. Don't bother me. Track four. This song is really aggressive. We had we had written. Okay. First of all, it doesn't really show over the air, but it literally sounds like he took like a microphone and just recorded this like maybe on a cell phone and like put it on like. This quality of audio right now you're hearing is sounds better than this. Probably like was it a gramophone or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Music and, and performed it as a band together, and it just was so powerful, so heavy duty. We almost didn't really know what what could the vocal possibly be, and I just went out there and 
scribble down a few things and, and, and just to try to invent a character who was really just just getting a catharsis out of this screaming and, and yelling about it. It's almost accusatory and vengeful, really. And so it, it turned into a really beautiful track in the end. It was it's got Screaming, vengeful, and it, it was beautiful. None of that made any sense. <laughs> None of that whatsoever. What, what he's basically saying, folks, is I just came up with something on the fly and we stuck with it. Yeah. They, That's what it is. Yeah. Like, if you can't clearly state the meaning or the purpose or like, you know, just like some kind of insight into your music and all you give me is just garbage like that. <laughs> Your yeah. music isn't going to be sold to me at all. Yeah. You're not going to convince me at all. And there are going to be people who are going to just look at this album face value. Oh, yeah. I mean, like like I said, if, if you like rock music, this is right up your alley. But if you're looking for something new or interesting or boundary pushing, this really is not it. So they I mean, even tried to get kind of like political too on one track with thoughts and prayers that's the closer yeah and it's just like you guys couldn't even do that right yeah like why even bother at this point when the whole album's not even political it's just you know rocking good time but ugh, i i don't need to hear this one again so i'm gonna give it a leave it <sighs> i i i was just incredibly bored by this and and i shouldn't be considering it's guitars it's rock and roll man but like for whatever reason we keep on getting albums like this and we get articles like this from the rolling stones that See, say that, that's exactly what i'm saying they're the, a rolling stone band like rolling stone is they only care about the rock music man like they have an article that says the Black Keys and Raconteurs take rock back to the future. I don't need... Maybe maybe like 20 years ago they did when they were relevant yeah. and they were pushing new boundaries and stuff. I don't, I don't need that anymore. I'm no. sorry. And if you do that, at least kind of put your own thing on it. You can't make a safe album and say it's boundary pushing and take you back to the future. Yeah, because that's all you like to listen to. Well, it's like these, the, the, these lyrics are awful. I'm sorry, but they're just completely awful. They just sound like complete afterthoughts. Yep. Sometimes. Like just completely uninspired and just really nothing like really interesting to say whatsoever. Like this is an album that I feel like he just put out because, well, you know, I got to buy a new condo in Florida. It's like I, I could make I could go for another Rank Cooters album. The Rack and Tears album. Yeah, we could we could do that. You guys want to do it? Yeah, why not? All right. Yeah, 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 whatever. I got some bills to pay. It's like, I have my own studio. We can just knock out a couple tracks here and there. Yeah. And, you know, people will eat it up. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And if you're one of those kind of people that's going to be like, man, you're looking too much into it. Just have a good time with it. It's rock and roll, man. Yeah, but look, you can have a good time with this album if you turn your brain off. But, you know... <sighs> just can't man it's hard i i can occasionally and i and i'm i was not bored with the album i just was listening to it and i'm like okay this is a very safe rock and roll album that that's all i can say about it oh i i i was bored by it not on the first go around mm. but the more i listened to it i was like this has no replayability whatsoever yeah it really does not and 
I know the kind of people that are going to love this album. And, you know, not knocking you guys out there if you are a fan of this. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if I could ever have a conversation with those kind of people about music ever again. I mean, yeah. Be, because, and, and I guess what I mean by that, Adam, and I'm not trying to be mean here. I just feel like the same people that would love an album like this and say, like, yeah, this is what I wanted would bash an album like Vampire Weekend. You know what I mean? Because it's just like we're, we're, we're not going to. We're yeah. not gonna meet anywhere. It's all it's all about different opinions. Yeah. And the yeah. opinion of this is it's very safe. So yes. if you like safe rock and roll music, good for you. Here's something you'll love. Exactly. Exactly. This is pretty much what I'm saying is th- this is for people who don't want anything experimental. Like if if I give a band to you and it's too experimental and you don't like that aspect of it whatsoever, then this is for you. Is pretty much what I'm saying. I, I, I couldn't, man. I, I'm not gonna give it our lowest rating. I'm, I'm not gonna go like that either. But I really, genuinely do not like this album. And if I'm being quite honest with you, like the more I talk about it, the more it makes me mad, because I feel like Jack White gets a lot of leeway on stuff. He got a lot of leeway even with the most recent album. And I just feel like he's kind of just in this creative malaise now. And this blues persona that he has has gotten tiresome for me. It started out with his previous solo album, and then this one kind of just drives it in the ground for me. And I kind of just want him to stick to being a record producer. Because if you're going to talk about all these cool things like, oh, we made sure it sounded good in the car, we made sure it sounded good on iPhone on your, you know, Walkman, whatever, cool, but, like, put the same level of effort into the music you're creating then. It's yeah. not there. It's just not there. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, everything that he sings about is just pure nonsense. <laughs> and, and Brandon Benson just kind of seems like he's just kind of, like, tagging along, like, just kind of like an afterthought on this, too. I, I feel like the first album had everyone's input and this one was strictly a uh, jack white effort that's how it felt too yeah it really did it really did i'm i'm giving it a leave it too all right good deal i'm uh, sorry man it just made me mad mad that's all right i am mad y'all can't be connected by love on everything Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) i tried to i I, I know i I gave it a couple of listens too and it was just like first time i'm like this is yeah. This is rock, man. What was the other song on here that I was like, uh, was it Sunday Driver? Ugh. Might it might have been Sunday Driver. It had this like standard rock lick going on with it, and I was just like, how do you make even something like this bland? Like, like how, how do you not even do the basics right? You know, like, there's this song called "Some Days I Don't Feel Like Trying," and I feel like. You didn't try. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Good, good stuff. But the good news is there is so much music that is out there. And I think next week we definitely need to talk about this Tom York album that dropped. I think we should also talk about the Black Midi album, too, as well. Yes. I have not listened to it yet, but I heard a single a very long time ago, and I was, like, intrigued. I I think you'll dig it. I, I think you will. 
I'd be I honestly I'd be surprised if you weren't Ooh. into it. But yeah, no, I actually I'm I I listened to some of the Tommy York album. Okay. And I I, I think that'll be a really good discussion. Good deal. Because uh, th- there are some elements to it without kind of spoiling it that I think tie into some of his previous work that I think will make for a good discussion. Cool. So also excited to see the film too. Yeah, it's on Netflix, I think. Yeah. PTA. Yeah. Yeah. So, ah, buddy, it, it, this is great to be back. I'm uh, glad we got to do this. Feels good. Give a little longer episode for you guys since our absence. We sincerely apologize, but, you know, life, um, I don't know if it happens, as the famous <laughs> Jeff Goldblum quote goes. I totally forgot about <laughs> that Jeff Goldblum album that we reviewed at one point. Oh, the Brian Snitzer, Snatzer, <laughs> yeah. Seltzer Orchestra. Yeah. 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 yeah get, yeah, well, uh, I got a Sarah Silverman here. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I do play jazz piano. I, well, let me show you how it goes. And, and I love jazz. Like, we're going to have a jazz band here. Here we go. Jazz piano. Yeah. And yeah. then Sarah Silverman's obnoxious voice. Like, it's just uh, that album. <laughs> If you like jazz, don't listen to that album. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum's trying. He he needs to try harder. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're just making an album with Jack White. (laughs) Oh, God. The Jack. Oh, they should make an album with Jack White, Jeff Goldblum. Who else? Uh. I was Let's thinking see. of people named Jack, but then that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> hey, look. Oh, you... on the internet, we missed Jack White meeting Jack Black. That happened. Wait, really? Yeah, maybe Jack Black gave him some rock advice. You know, Jack, you gotta rock more. Let it roll through your veins. Honestly, Jack Black's latest album with Tenacious D rocked harder. Oh, than easily. This album did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways well uh, thanks everyone uh, that, that, that is such a good term by the way that is such a good term rolling stone band i like that uh, rolling stone band Th- this means genre we- defying rock <laughs> this means we need to review the black keys album too by the way oh god <laughs> just when so does we that can bring out? that back pretty soon i think and their they- album title is let's rock from I- twin peaks stop no it's not <laughs> yes it is black keys is it really called let's rock yes jesus why <laughs> you can't be serious it's it. called let's rock yep i wish people at home could see your look of disappointment they're gonna mark my words they're gonna they're gonna release a b-sides album it's gonna call be called and roll the b-sides of let's rock so it'll be let's rock and roll i'm waiting for it quote me on that one God, they they ripped off Vampire Weekend. Well, I don't know. Vampire Weekend probably ripped off someone too. But yeah. so when Vampire Weekend was putting out stuff for their songs, they put tabs online, mm. so people kind of guess how it sounded. And the Black Keys did the same thing, except they did drum tabs. Yeah, you know. Whoa. <laughs> oh boy. And they put tempos. Well, so you know. Yeah, you know. You know. Look, they're I mean, both talented dudes, but like. We'll find out when it comes out tomorrow. Right? Wait, it, oh, it comes out tomorrow. Doesn't it? Oh, it does? I don't oh, know. Geez. You know what else comes out um, tomorrow, too, as well? Uh, latest uh, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib album that actually I'm pretty excited Ooh. about that. 
We'll talk so, about that one too. Yeah, we definitely will. It's got a push a T, kill a mic on there. Uh, Anderson Pack, most deaf, or he goes by Yesen Bay now, and Black sure. Thought on there. So it it could actually be like like a really quality album. So I'm I'm hoping it is. Cross our fingers. Crossing our fingers. Oh man, buddy, I'm so glad we got to get back together and record. I've Amen. missed you. It's been. I've missed you. Missed you too. It's 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 been a grand old time. I look forward to recording the next episode. Shout out to Carrie for letting me stay so late. Thanks, Boo Boo. <laughs> and drink your tea, coffee light. It's coffee 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 light. Mm. Well, I'm all out of coffee light. Amen. And I think you are too. I sure am. We are on g4dpodcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, and Spotify. Yay, Spotify. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> or Apple Podcasts. I don't know, whatever it's whatever they call it now. Surprisingly difficult, Spotify. Surprisingly difficult. Hey, we're on it now. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's what counts. That's all that matters. That's, that's all that matters. Oh, one more thing before we go. I am so sorry I forgot this. My friend, friend of the show, Jordan Esker and his band, Jordan Esker and the 100% are releasing a new single, um, an EP tomorrow called Normalcy. So go check out Jordan Esker and the 100%. They are on Instagram and Facebook and go check out Jordan and support him. Sweet. Yeah. Done and done. Cha-ching. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for bearing with us. Part of the, also this episode was just you you and I just catching up. Yeah, we so needed to. We really needed to. I missed you, buddy. Missed you. I miss you. Miss <laughs> you. Hello. Where are you? And I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's he up to these days, you think? <laughs> uh, trying to find evidence of extraterrestrial life. Uh, yep. Accurate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Great. Now I have Blink One Eight Two stuck in my head. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. Enjoy. <laughs> and we'll uh, see you next time here on G for D, aka Grounds for Discussion. Discussion. Bye, friends. Goodbye. Bye. Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G Four D underscore podcast drop us a line at g4dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music and cliche motivational ending sentences thanks <laughs>